Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Between the Niches. Today we've got some really neat and fun guests. We've got Dion and Karen, and we're just going to talk a little bit about their story and who they are and uh, things they went through. And what's unique about them is I tell everybody we have a very, very different, unique process of how we do things here. And it's really about really getting to know you and, and how do we cater things to you and make it simple for you. Hey, I'm Scott Robbins, and that guy right over there is... Ron Hoyle. And we're here to talk to you a little bit about finance, about faith, about family. These are kind of the things we all wrap together. So join us uh, coming up right now on In Between the Niches with Scott Robbins and Ron Hoyle, sponsored by Integrated Investment. Dion, if you don't mind, do you mind tell us a little bit about your situation and uh, then down the road get into um, how we how we came, our paths crossed, and and what has been going on in your life working with us here. Okay. So let me tell you how, how we met first, and then I'll get to the reason why. That's good. Um, so last fall, I was driving around on Saturday morning, and I heard the radio station, and I heard this uh, story, and uh, this interview going on back and forth about this place called Integrated, or integrated Investments. And it's like, well, that's pretty interesting. And so I, after the show, I just kind of looked it up on the internet uh, for a little bit. and Which is really good. I might, if you yeah. don't mind me jumping in, because no. I didn't give my phone number at the end of the show or anything. I'm like, thank God you yeah. were forward thinking. Yeah. And so I just kind of filed that away. And that was last fall. And then come here, February timeframe, there were some situations that came up and it's kind of like, I, I have to do something. So, and the reason why I needed to do something was, was, was this, um, I had a lot of stuff and I, I mean, I had a, a Roth IRA, I had 401k through work. I had a lot of life insurance and I was 52 years old and I didn't know, okay, I have things, but I don't have a plan. And, and the reason, uh, that it was such a big deal, uh, is, Several years ago, um, I, I, I started buying, you know, some life insurance and I got hooked in with a company and, and then, um, my first wife was killed in a car accident. Wow. And after that, I bought even more life insurance and I bought long-term care and I had a lot of stuff and it, and it was, um, it, it it's, it didn't make sense to me. I, I had, I had this stuff. I thought I had too much of the life insurance, very confused about, uh, you know, what it all meant. Just felt like I was paying a lot of money. So when we got to early in the, in the middle winter of this past year, it's kind of like I had to get things in order because, um, you know, I, I, I got remarried to Karen and we needed to, uh, we needed to get our wills and our estate planning all set up. And there was just a lot of things. And I just didn't know where to go because my life insurance guy wanted to be my financial advisor, but he only wanted to sell me his products. And so I had this, like I said earlier, I wanted, I had stuff, but I needed a plan. And that's why I called and, and kind of reached out, reached out to you and to try to help us get a plan. Uh, for the stuff we had. And so with, if you don't mind going back and again, sorry to revisit a tragedy like that with your wife passing, mm -hmm. how old were you when that happened? I was 41. 
How many kids did you have? I had three kids. And so it was now all on you. Yeah. And there was some life insurance involved. Yep, there was. And then what kind of help or assistance did the insurance company give you at that point? Um, they paid the claim. Okay. And, and the other thing was I was very aware that it was all on me, so to speak. You know, I was a, a single dad and, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that I, you know, took care of my, my kids, t- took care of my family. So I didn't really say no to a lot of things. Right. You know, right. I mean, I was 41 years old and I started buying long-term health, uh, long-term care because I didn't want that burden and on your kids on my kids. And the other thing was, is that I was so self-aware that anything could happen to anyone at any time. Right. And do you feel like the, and the relationship with the, let's say, the, just say the insurance company, right? was it more of, Hey, what can we do here? What can we do to be here to help you? Or, Hey, since you've got this money, why don't you get this? And why don't you get this? What you, in your words, what did you feel like as the consumer on the end? I felt like there was always some sort of uh, product being uh, presented and pushed. And I got to the point where it's kind of like, is there ever an end to it? You know, right. it, it, do you, we do we level out somewhere? And it's like, well, you've got enough now. And I'm not sure we ever got to that point where what, we had enough. In your situation, everything you were going through, how do you wish now they would have approached you or talked to you? How, how do you... In your mind, how would you have reached out to someone compassionately in that situation? Would you have done it different? I believe I would, yeah. I believe I would. Because it was, I don't know, we had a lot of interaction, but I don't know. I, I, I never came away, I don't even know how to say it. I never came away feeling good inside mm-hmm. about it. Okay. It was kind of like a a necessary thing that had to be done, but you, you certainly didn't enjoy it because it always seemed like it ended up uh, me paying more money. And what, what kind of relationship were you really looking for? What did you really want? What are you looking for? And that I always tell people, even when I meet him in the very beginning and you, you and Karen went through this, uh, I said, what kind of relationship are you looking for? Most people come through the door through investments insurance because they're not happy somewhere else. I just don't want to be that next person in a long line of people that just hack you off. And six months to a year later, you go down the road. So what were you and Karen looking for? Um, a plan, <laughs> a plan, a pl- our plan, not somebody else's plan. Not cookie cutter. This works for everybody else. Right. I want our plan. And that was the big, that was the big thing about this process is the amount of time that we've been, we've spent mm-hmm. trying to figure, number one, trying to figure out us. Right. And this is before we ever did anything together. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And in your situation is a little bit unique in the fact, if you don't mind me sharing, that Karen's um, got a couple years on you. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things you guys want to make sure that you do in your plan is what? Well, yeah, I, I've known Karen um, most of my adult life, but we got married nine years ago. Okay. And there is an age difference between us. And I'm very, having lost one wife, I'm very aware of the age difference and I didn't want to work until I was 65 because that means that she would have been that much older. I wanted to have some time that, that her and I can do things. Right. And, and we're not talking extravagant things. We're just, just be able to enjoy life, um, without having a, a, 
you know, 40, 50 hour a week job. Right. So, so yeah. So there was the, uh, the will and estate. There was the plan, uh, both current and future. And how long do I have to work before I retire? That was, that was kind of the three big things uh, that, that we were looking for. Right. And there's a blended family. And there's a blended family. She has uh, adult children and lots of grandchildren. And I have now adult children and starting on grandchildren. So, right. Um, yeah, we definitely have a blended family. So do you, so going into looking for somebody, what were you looking for? You're looking for a plan. Um, I, one complaint I hear a lot from a lot of people is, yeah, I go into an office for a financial guy, an insurance guy, or gal, whatever the case may be, and they tell me how great they are, they tell me how smart they are, and just give me your money here, and then at the end of the day, it feels like you leave the office, you're nothing but a number, they don't know anything about you, and it's just give me your money and leave because i got to hurry up and get next to the next person, and then there's no relationship whatsoever. And, and as I spoke with you guys about, and I really feel this way, that relationship's built in the first few meetings. You either have a relationship or you don't. And I tell people, it's a gut check. If you don't feel good visiting with me, talking with me, do not do business with us. Right. Don't do business with anybody that you don't have a comfort level with. Oh, I completely agree with that on the comfort level. Um, it was funny after the first uh, couple meetings, Karen and I was like, Hey, you've seen those TV shows where you come back and the office is completely empty and they've taken <laughs> off. <laughs> That's what you guys were thinking and afraid of. That's well, funny. we kind of we kind of thought that, and it's kind of like, no, no, no. This this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna be different. And, and the other thing is, um, and, and and it's a big it, it's a big deal. It, it, it's a it's a time commitment. It's a relationship with both of us. Right. Right. And. That that's a big deal to make sure that that Karen's on board with anything that we do, right? And and that her opinion is, is valued, right? Um, because you know everybody has different levels of knowledge on what's going on, right? And that was the other thing. I mean, you know, I need the I need the education. I've I've progressively learned over time, but still, there's just lots and lots of stuff I don't know about this whole right. area. Well, and, and you're a professional in your own right, and you're in a world where you're thinking and doing your thing all day long, which I could never do. You don't have much, people find out they don't have much time for the investments in the insurance, do they? No, no, unless you really have a, have a, a passion for it. Um, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to search the internet to try to educate myself. And then you know how it is on the internet. Everybody has an opinion. Right. And, and they're always 180 degrees from each other. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, and and, it, and as the and I hate the word say the word client or consumer, but as the end consumer, don't you get frustrated after a while with everybody saying, "Well, I'm better than they are. I can get this, or I can do that. I can jump faster, run higher. I can I can do better than they can." And what and after a while, it's just like it's the same thing over and over. Right. It's just the spiel. Right. And the thing is, when they do when they do say those things, it's only in in one specific avenue, and in it's not, it's not that comprehensive look at everything that we're doing. Right. Um, you know, they're okay. Well, we sell home and life insurance or we sell auto insurance or, or we just do investments. It's, it's, it's still piecemeal. Right. Right. It's still piecemeal. And that's what I appreciate. What we're doing here is that it's not piecemeal. It's comprehensive. Right. Right. And, and, and now that, and again, it's comprehensive and some, what was your reluctance to get started? Oh, you know how it is. We've, we've put it, I've put it off for years. Karen and I have been married for nine years and 
we're now just getting our wills done, you know, kind right. of thing. It's time. And it's a trust thing. Um, I don't know, you know, I'm not the kind of person that would just like walk around and just like, Hey, you want to see my checkbook? Kind <laughs> right. of thing. You know, I, I'm just not that kind of person. I don't, I don't talk about money to other people right. kind of thing. Uh, usually it just drives envy and, and jealousy and annoyance you right. know, when you talk right. about money. So one of the reluctances is actually being, feeling comfortable enough that you can say these kind of things to somebody else besides my spouse. Right. That's, that was probably one of the biggest reluctances on getting started. And then the other thing is, it's kind of like, well, I'm not, I'm not wealthy enough to have a financial advisor, you know, kind of thing. It's right. Like, you know, I, I come from rural Pennsylvania. We don't have financial advisors, you know, right. Kind of thing. So, so now, now from what people and what you've gathered in the past and now working with a person in the financial world, um, in your opinion, how important it is, how important is it? Or is it important? Are you glad you did it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked many times, Karen and I've talked many times We're we are glad that we're, uh, involved with it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about looking forward in the future, uh, how things are going to play out. Right. Now at, um, any given time in your guys' planning phase, um, did you just think I will, you know, when you're younger, especially I can figure this out. I can do it myself. I'm just going to take care of it. And I'll be fine. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, you know, my, my financial education growing up was if you can afford the payment, you can afford it. Right. Like, so that was the, the, the environment that I grew up in. Um, I knew from a young age, when I say young, young adult age, that just having a plan of relying on social security was, was not good. So right. what I, you know, what I did do is I did put money away, but you know, it was through the company offered type of thing. And, um, so I knew enough to put the money away, but mm-hmm. I always knew that, that I was, I always knew that it could be done better. Right. That type of thing. So when you're now, like you're saying, and a lot of people do, it's like, well, I've got to work on my wills and my trust. It's like this heavy burden that's just over you. And it's like, oh, what's it going to cost? Yep. Um, how much time is it going to take? I really don't have the amount of time. I don't know anything about this, but you were just saying it's comprehensive here where it's your investments, it's your retirement, it's your insurance, it's your home and auto insurance, it's your other insurances, medical insurance you're going to need down the road, life insurance, all that's got to be evaluated. Right. And then on top of that, you're talking about wills and estates and everything else. Yep. It sounds like a lot. Was it really that difficult once you got started with a process? I don't think difficult is the right word. We did have to talk through a lot of things and we had to. Which is sometimes the hardest thing to do. It is the hard part of it. In the other, the other hard part was even though we had all the paperwork, it was just gathering everything up into mm-hmm. into one. It's like, hey, you know, we need this paperwork to show me what you got. And it's kind of like, all right, well, where's that? And we had to go get all that. So, so it, it like I said, it was it was difficult from the standpoint is that we had to talk about things, we had to go through, ask questions of each other, um, and gather everything together. I mean. I almost say difficult as in it's very, it's hard to do. It's just, it just took time. Right. And talking about some things that aren't exactly exciting. Oh, no. 
Yeah. No. And and just for you ladies that are listening to, uh, Karen is here with us. She just prefers not to be on the microphone. Uh, so Dion and I are just having the conversation going back and forth. Um, but how much better do you feel now as a couple knowing these things are now in order and in place? And how much simpler is it? We we do feel better. I mean, I, I think uh, because we were both here through the whole process, we understand where things are where, were at. She definitely has a better uh, idea of, of what's going on. What, what do we have? What don't we have? Cause like I said, we were, we're a blended family. Right. And so I had, I had a lot of these things, the beginnings of them already started when we got married. Um, and you know, I'm looking forward to when we get to the, I guess the maintenance phase of right. this. Yeah. Right. We're, we're at the, uh, end of the onboarding, but right. not quite over the finish line. Just, just about yet. the finish line. Yeah. That's right. But really, in the last 90 days, and you guys, I mean, fresh coming off of this, I mean, the we're, we're really in the last medium, getting everything done. And right. um, can you now find everything in one place? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, the software is really is really a good tool. Um, everything is linked into it. So, uh, yes, we can find everything. One of, I know one of your fears, because we discussed this um pretty openly around the table with each other. I was always afraid of my wife being taken advantage of if something happened to me, her not knowing everything, you know, and, and trust me, I'd be lost without my wife. She, I mean, she, she runs the house period. I mean, she keeps, keeps me organized, but I was always worried about my wife being taken advantage of being vulnerable. Cause if you don't know what you have, and if you don't know why you have it really easy for someone to come in during a very difficult time and say, Oh, just do this or do that. How much more secure are you? And as in Karen, knowing what she has, why she has it. And do you think she's vulnerable to anybody taking advantage of her if something did happen to you, for God forbid? I think the the, the the likelihood of that is significantly reduced, significantly reduced. Because now, even though we've talked about it in the past, but uh, no, I think knowing what you have is is one of the big things, really, is right. knowing what you have. And why you have it. The why you have it's even more elusive sometimes because I kind of went through some of that background on why I had what I had at the time. Um, so, yeah, I, I I feel a lot more comfortable now that, uh, that she would have some place to go and ask the questions like, okay, we're here now. Right. Now what? Now what? Kind right. of thing. Yeah, that's you know, very important. And I noticed when, uh, during some of our conversations, I think where you guys were interested to get involved in, and, and a lot of financial people just don't do this out there, but when we actually called the companies and asked about your life insurances, what kind of experience was that for you guys to really, someone else as someone who understands the business, who understands how to ask questions is now putting it on speakerphone and you're hearing everything about what you have. What were some of your thoughts? What were some of your, what were some of your private conversations? You know, kind of like, do you think that place will be there when we come back? Yeah. What were those kind of private conversations about that experience? Well, Karen, Karen's been with me when we went to the, the insurance guy in the past. And I always, I can always ask questions and I would get, I would get truthful answers, but I, that doesn't mean I understood what the answers were to have somebody that actually to have somebody that 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 could actually ask the question and know why they're asking the question of the company, and I can just sit and listen. Mm-hmm. I was that was a big deal because that was that was a long phone call. I was like forty five minutes just that right. one call. Right. 
And um, did you learn some things different about what you thought you had and what you really had? Yeah. Yeah. I learned, I learned quite a bit. Great. Yep. Well, guys, we are going to wrap this up. I can't thank you enough for coming in. And overall, going through the system, is it worth it? Absolutely. Through the process. Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you next time on In Between the Niches.